ladies and gentlemen, to the Problem Podcast. And today this one is going to be a little bit different. Uh, I do get it into some religious stuff. And it's just kind of a point I wanted to make real quick that turned into like a 30-minute talk. Um, and I just want to go ahead and say I'm not a pastor by any means. And I'm not, I don't want to pose myself as a teacher because there's uh, there's... Uh, passages in scripture that give special warning to false teachers and if for any reason what I'm saying could be posed as a teaching and could be false in any way shape or form please I would be open to this this kind of correction and I would love for you guys to tell me so that I'm not going to leave it I'm not going to lead anyone astray and I'm not going to give anybody any false hope or anything like this I just don't want to do anybody wrong and um you know I don't want that false teacher put on me so if you yourself are a pastor or you just know (laughs) um please let me know and I'll delete this uh podcast episode um with that being said I hope you guys will enjoy this episode everybody welcome back it has been a while since i've done a podcast episode and it's kind of for the best i guess in some ways and because nobody cares about my podcast uh because it's trash obviously but <laughs> but I do we kind of want to talk about some issues i hear a lot and i just want to right up front say i'm not a pastor okay I'm going to be talking about the Bible a little bit. I'm not a pastor. Nor am I an apologetic person, right? Now, let's get on with the podcast. I mean, really, I I just got to make like one point in like one sentence. But it's going to take a little bit. (laughs) I hope. Because I want a long podcast just to bore the crap out of you people in your cars, on your way to work, or whatever. But what I have noticed a lot is people that use the argument for God's existence, or against God's existence, I should say. um, They always say the same thing. It's if God is real, why is there evil in the world? Or if God is good, why is there evil in the world? And I'm like, geez, that's a loaded question. No, I, t- I mean, the book of Job answers it. Uh, and there's many ways that you could go about answering this question. Um, one of those could be, you know, test through a test. God is testing your faith. Uh, and that that is a very repeated concept throughout the Bible. Because I'm no pastor, so if that's wrong, uh, correct me. Um don't take that just don't take that information in uh you know definitely correct it but uh you know you can um you you can hear the psalms talking uh talking about how we're like how we need to be like trees planted by the water the roots really strong in there strong in the ground even if you're just a little peewee tree little bonsai tree i guess you could say uh even if you're just like a tiny little tree planted by the water at least your roots will be strong and when tr- 
trials come your way, when the wind blows, the tree will stay where it's at, will stay rooted. Um, <laughs> so that, that's what I heard. That's what I hear a lot. I think that's a might be in the Psalms. Maybe I do know for sure. Like talking about the parable of the sower, though, uh, it, it does talk a lot about like where you plant your seeds are very important. Not bad about that. Um, but where you plant your tree, where you plant your seeds are so important. Uh, and that's talked about in the Bible a lot. Um, so for sure. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're going through trials, it's, for, it's, it's not for nothing. Like God has a plan behind all of it. Um, and I think the person, the pastor that really paints this picture beautifully is pastor John Piper. Now, if you go to his podcast, he you will learn quickly that he's a Calvinist and a Christian hedonist. So he will definitely be talking a lot about this kind of stuff. So I think if you go and listen to some of this stuff, you, you'll you see the beauty uh, of God. I think he really does a great job of talking about that. And, uh, you know, that, that's what I love. I love just sometimes I'll be going to bed. I'll be listening to his podcast, Ask Pastor John. And... Uh, it just he'll he'll start talking about um you know god's plan behind everything even 9-11 like it's a tragic event but there was still something beautiful that came out of it you know and uh i I think that's what a lot of what pastor john will talk about and the and i don't know something about hearing him talk about this kind of stuff definitely gave me a bit of clarity in my own life and that I think sometimes why does this happen why did this happen and then I'm reminded I may not know the answer may, <laughs> I may not know the answer at all it may not be evident or clear like right now at this moment but for sure God is working in every single situation of life um so yeah, and there, there's a Bible verse that says that what the enemy has meant for evil, God has meant for good. So, I mean, take what, whatever happens in your life, it, it can be used for good, and it should be used for good. You should find the good in every situation. I mean, in death, and life, and just, what's the word, I'm, poverty, you know? Oh, excuse that burp. In poverty, God can be glorified. Whether you, a Christian, gives money to the poor and they see God through that, or you know, maybe it's the other way around, where you, as a Christian, given to the poor, you're the one that sees God working in their life through you. Like you may not know how how much you are really blessing them just by giving them a penny. Like you could be you could be doing so much for them just by giving a dollar even. I mean I would suggest more than just a penny or a dollar. I mean if you have the money for sure, right? But the thing I find about this answer one way is what what I find very kind of crazy about this uh question of if God allows bad things to happen. What I find the most bizarre about this question is that it's atheists that are asking this, that their entire reason 
for not believing in God is because their prayer didn't get answered. And what was their prayer? For something selfish. Now, the book of James says, you have not because you ask not, and you have not because you're asking for the wrong thing. And there's a multiple verses I could use for talking about the Bible here, for prayer especially. But, uh, you know, I, I just kind of want to focus on, on this one thing. It's If you have a selfish desire in your heart for this prayer to be answered, it will show in your faith. So if you, if you quit believing because God didn't allow you to have a position in a job or didn't even allow you to have a job and you're all of a sudden mad at God because of that, that's so selfish. And that, that just shows your motives for believing in God is that you don't care about God at all. And I doubt you even care about the question being answered. People that ask this question, I very highly doubt it because they'll back it up with saying something like, well, what about the ch- starving children in Africa? And this is where it gets really good for me. Like, this is where it gets really interesting for me. Because what the freak are they doing about <laughs> Like, if you're an atheist listening to this, I hope you see what I'm talking about. I don't mean this to be rude or anything like that. But I mean it to open your eyes. Like, but what the freak are you talking about, man? You, What are you doing to lift a finger to help anybody in Africa? Then turn around and complaining and blaming God for what's happening in Africa. If you're... If you care so much about it, go over there. Start a business that can provide money and food and water to the kids in Africa. I mean, heck, I wish I could do that right now. But obviously, I can't because I'm just a poor kid myself. But, I I would, I mean, I would love to just open up a business and have all the money go to Africa. I would love for that to happen. But, Going back, I, I have seen this so many times that this one person, a person I knew, I don't want to speak badly about anybody because I know that's, that within itself is wrong. And me and this person do have bad blood between us. Like we've, we got beef between us uh, and I don't want that beef there uh, because, you know, we were close friends at one point and, uh, you know, this person I was talking to about the Bible at one point and they wanted to believe and I know and I felt the presence there that they want to believe and I mean the that feeling that I got when I was a child and was saved I I remember just feeling this unexplainable excitement that was in me and I was like there's no way that this is not God there's like no way that it's not like I know for a fact that this is God I know that feeling has to be God. And I felt that feeling whenever I was talking to this person. So I know this person really wanted God. I know that they did. I could see it. I could hear it in their voice and their excitement and their questions. And we had a full-on conversation, just them and my dad. And then one day, out of nowhere, they just said, well, my prayers aren't getting answered. So I don't believe in God anymore. I mean, that was just the gist of it. But like... Are you kidding me? And then this person <laughs> had the audacity. Had the audacity to ask that question. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they, they asked this question. And I'm thinking, if you're so concerned, even though like the poorest of our country, the poorest people in our country are miles richer 
the third world countries, like all the third world countries combined, doesn't not including tourism, but all the third world countries' money combined altogether couldn't even match the poorest person in America. Now I don't I don't I don't think that's true about uh, you know the homeless people in America because obviously they don't even have money. They're, they're barely getting by with food, and so yeah, I mean, I, c- I can't say that's true of homeless people. But still, you get the point that you're living in a house made out of wood, sheetrock, and plastic. Most kids in Africa have huts made of sticks and mud, and you dare blame God for them not having money whenever you're not lifting a penny. You're not lifting a dime to help these people. And I mean you could. I mean I mean seriously, like I'm I'm in that position of not having I don't have a lot of money. You know, I don't, I'm not in that I'm not in the position to just start handing out dollar bills and everything like that. I mean, the most I have is like twenty dollars, maybe thirty in my wallet. And then maybe, maybe that and change. That's the most I have. And if I had a job right now, which I'm working on. Oh, that sounds weird. But if I had a job that I'm working on right now, the, the job I'm trying to get, if I could ever get a job, I'd be setting aside money every like every paycheck, set aside money that I could use to donate. Like think about that. Like if you if you're so concerned about what money poor people has set aside your own money to help and stop complaining and the funny thing is pastors will will talk on this point and won't do anything either they'll call atheists out for not giving money but the moment they hear about an atheist giving money or a satanist or a luciferian or anybody else they go, how dare they do better than I am? How dare they love people more than I do? How dare they give money when I don't even give money? They get mad about it. Like, they're doing what God has commanded you to do. This isn't one of those things that you can say, well, I just didn't feel God's presence telling me to go there. Like, I'm pretty sure if you just pray one prayer about it, You'll get a clear, go help them out. I'm sure of it. I am so sure of it. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not overflowing. Like, I don't have jangle in my pocket. But if I did, I would be giving to them. I would be giving to these charities that go there. In fact, I would buy a plane and just fly there and give the money away myself. my knuckles are hurting this hurts um but (laughs) you see what i'm saying like this is this is what's the problem seeing how that's my podcast title seeing how that's the problem with the world today and this is like i won't even spare i won't even humor atheist 
when they ask me that question, if I know for a fact that that they have never done anything to help. And when when the Bible says the love of the, the love of money is the root of all evil, that is so true. I mean, we are so concerned with the world's economy that probably won't even topple if we just gave an apple to a kid that is starving. Like, that's how concerned we are with money. It's ridiculous. I, I, I don't know. Maybe there's something I don't understand. But come on. Like, we, we can't give a million out of our trillions in American money. We can't just give a million to Africa that we won't even spend. Come on. Come on. You, you, you gotta be smarter than this. So anyways, with this being the uh, p- problem podcast, there there's the problem with people. <laughs> I'm sorry. But that's the problem I have noticed today in, the, in this culture. Um, but yeah, that's the problem I've noticed. Um, I mean, people really do get so full of themselves that they... They gotta blame everybody else but themselves. Like, they're the last person that will blame for anything. And, and re- real quick, I wanna just say, you know, the, there's a verse in the Bible that says, uh, oh crap, kisses from the enemy are worse than something from your brother. It's like correction or something like that. Which goes to say, the reason why sometimes your prayers won't get answered for for anybody loses faith you gotta remember and, and just in general when somebody gives you constructive criticism you gotta remember it's for your good it's for your benefit that sometimes you will be told no i mean look at look at the apostles they they went and died on crosses like jesus did they went and died for a greater cause, like, ultimately, ultimately, they give up everything, including their lives, for the kingdom of God, to advance the kingdom of God. Let that sink in. <laughs> so, they went through the worst, and just because you're told, sell all that you have and give to the poor, because you're told that, you want to get all up in arms and want to lose faith over it and cry about it. Look, look at here. Sorry for my goofiness. Uh, it's not even funny. It's just I'm, I'm a goofy person. Um, <laughs> being told you have cancer, it's bad news, right? It's bad news. But it's not your doctor's fault. Being told you have cancer, it's a terrible thing to hear. But it's the truth. It hurts. It's a hard pill to swallow. But it's the truth. So, when somebody... And this is just not only as a Christian, but just in general. When somebody is giving you constructive criticism... Take it like a man. 
even if you're a woman. Take it like a man. They're not trying to ruin your life by saying, no, I don't think that looks particularly well. If you really don't care how people, if you really don't care how people think of you, don't ask for their opinion. Somebody's bound to give you the truth and it's going to hurt. If you don't want it to hurt, stop asking for people's opinions. Just stop it. Stop. And I just want to also say that living the Christian life is a, it's a sacrifice, a daily sacrifice. Take up your cross daily. Take up your cross daily. Be content with food and clothing. Be content with those things. Be, be lucky you even have a house. Be lucky you even have a device to listen to this on. Be lucky. Well, I don't want to say lucky, but you, you, you know what I'm saying. Be blessed that you even have something. Be blessed that you have life. That you are able to continue on with life and stop blaming everybody. Stop throwing a pity party. Because there are homeless people that have nothing and are more grateful than you are. And I want people to realize that. Even the even the starving kids in Africa don't even use their situation to doubt God's existence. Even the homeless are get I, I hear stories, I, I see videos of homeless people giving praise to God through their situation. They have nothing. And that's that's what the Bible says. That the homeless, that the that the poverty people, the poor people, people that have nothing, have everything in God. They are more rich already than you will ever be in your life just by simply believing. And this isn't to say that, oh, go sell everything you own in your entire house to give to the poor. That's not that. Be blessed. Be lucky. Be grateful that you have shoes on your feet. That you have electricity in your house. And if you feel called to, bless a homeless person with those same blessings that you have been blessed with. It's called a sacrifice. It's a living sacrifice. Sacrifice is not meant to be easy. They're not. This is one thing I heard in a sermon just a minute ago talking uh somebody was talking about david's situation in uh first chronicles chapter 21 where uh ornan where god commanded david to make a sacrifice make an altar on ornan the jebusite's threshing floor so uh basically that that's a farming it's something that you would use for wheat um to separate the grains from everything else, uh, to my not that, that's what I picked up on. Um, but uh, David, David wanted to buy this from Ornan, and Ornan's like, "No, just take it." And he goes, "No, this has to be a sacrifice. I'm taking money out of my own pockets to pay for this. This is a sacrifice I'm going to use for God." I think about that. He was offered something free. But no, he wanted a sacrifice. 
it took something from David to give to God. That sacrifice. Jesus took his life for us that we may have life, that we may have life eternal with him and God. Well, he is God. You get what I'm saying. And he tells us to be a living sacrifice. Well, Paul tells us to be a living sacrifice. Jesus commanded us to take a cross up daily. This means we are daily sacrificing ourselves to God. Whether that is giving money to the poor or just simply praying. And every day you're commanded to pray and read your Bible and all these things. These are... This is the sacrifice of the Christian walk. You're going to be giving something up. It may be hard. It may be hard to give something up. But again, that is sacrifice. Sacrifice is giving something. And there is somebody on TikTok named uh, Crazy God Story. He understands this so well. He understands sacrifice so well. He gave up working at a uh, mechanic shop. To run a non-profit mechanic shop. Mechanic shop. And everything was provided for him. Because of that sacrifice. And he got to share the gospel with tons of people. How crazy is that? Well, I guess, hence his title. <laughs> but go, seriously, go, go give him a look on TikTok. He, this is awesome. You know, it's, uh, it's crazy God's story. Just type it in those spaces. It's, 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 it's amazing how sacrifice can go a long way. So when the Bible says to give a sacrifice, give a sacrifice and don't complain about it. And one thing, God will tell you no for a good reason. He ain't telling you no because he's selfish and and doesn't want you to be happy. He wants you to be happy, but in him. And if you're praying for a video game that's rated rated M for Mature, has nudity in it, tell me, how can you give God glory through that? And I thought of this earlier too. I would much rather be told no by God than yes by the devil. And this is not meant for the, this is not meant to be like one of those let go and let God type of phrases, but I would much rather, seriously, would much rather be told no by God. I would much rather be punished by God. And that's what David chose too. Like not even the the chapter I uh, talked about, uh, chapter 21, just a few chapters ahead of that. Actually, the chat, that chapter, actually, I think, either that chapter or the chapter before, talks about a punishment. No, it was that chapter, because that's what they didn't let it do. Anyways, that chapter, David sinned greatly against God, and God chose a punishment. Three years of famine, three months of war. Or three days of him, of God punishing Israel for David's wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's all just equally worse, like equally as bad until you get to that last one. David chose God even for punishment. 
we may not know what's going on in our lives. We're going to have something bad to happen to us. We're going to have some bad things happening to us. But when you just stop blaming others, stop blaming God for what's going on, and just seek God through that, if you just pray to God through that, and I mean, trust me, it can get hard. It's so easy to just blame God. But there's nothing about Christianity that's easy. There's nothing about serving God that is easy. Not always, at least. But when you just stop and just listen for God, listen to what God is telling you. Sometimes you probably won't even hear His voice. Sometimes He might not even say what's going on. But trust me, it is for a reason. I mean, I went through a hard breakup. And I was asking God, why? Why is this happening? I care about this person so much. And yet I'm getting this. What did I do to the... And before I could finish my thoughts, even my thoughts, I could hear God saying, because you weren't serving me. I knew exactly why God God wanted me out of this relationship, despite me praying for it to go so well. Because I know what down in that relationship. I know how we treated each other. I, I put her before God, and she treated me like garbage. All right? And I treated her this worse. I treated her even worse than she treated me. And so how dare I ask God, why is this breakup happening? I mean, come on. And I mean, who knows? Maybe someday it might come back around. I don't necessarily want it to, but who knows? It could. It could. But God was saying, no, you were... You were you are not acting like a Christian right now. You are not being my servant. You are reckless. You are just wild right now. I gotta correct you. I gotta correct you. And that's another verse that's in the Bible is that God corrects, God punishes, God chastises is the word used. Them whom he loves. If he loves you, he will correct you. I want you I want people to realize that. God loves you, so he's going to correct you. If you were doing something wrong in your life, something that you know is sinful, and then there are some bad things happening in your life, don't go blaming God. You are being corrected. So there are many reasons why bad things are going to happen in your life. There are many reasons. And I just want to say, Job didn't do anything wrong. Job, God said himself that Job was perfect. He was, he was sinless in God's eyes. Until, you know, what happened to him. Um, <laughs> uh, that's not nothing to laugh at, but until what happened to him. Just read the story. It's 40 chapters. Easy read. Um, but... What happened, what ended up ultimately happening is he ended up just questioning God, God, why are you doing this to me? And God just responds with, because I'm sovereign. See, God gave, gave an awesome poem about his creation and how he commands the very rain 
to fall in places nobody is is at right now. In the rainforest. Even if there's just one person there, God commands the very rain. One moment, it's there's fire everywhere. The next moment, it starts raining in the, in the jungle. You cannot tell me that's by accident. You cannot tell me that's a coincidence, especially because stuff like that has been happening since the beginning of time. People living to tell the tale is not a coincidence. So, like I was saying, God commands the very rain to fall. God made mammoth, a big giant creature that some say is a dinosaur, right? God made the dinosaurs. Some dinosaurs are the most peaceful dinosaurs. The biggest dinosaurs are the most peaceful. And yet, they kill by accident. They don't mean to, but they had stomped on people by accident. God is sovereign. And like I said, I want you guys to go read. So, or yeah, go go to uh, desiringgod.com. There's any plug from them, by the way. Go to DesiringGod.com and Pastor John Piper talks about this so well. I'm sure there's other pastors, but he's the one I've listened to the most and he describes it in such a way that's just like, man, God is amazing. And you don't even doubt it anymore. You don't even, like he has a way of putting it that you don't doubt God that you don't doubt that God commanded that snowflake that just fell on your window. You don't even doubt that God made that snowflake. You don't even doubt that 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 God made that snowflake fall on your window at the exact moment for you to look at. You don't doubt that God made your little raindrop win the race. Whenever you listen to John Piper, because he has a way of putting it. And that's what makes me think of so well, like, uh, about... That makes me think of Calvinism, you know, like, because oh, John Piper is a Calvinist. Uh, but that's what makes me think of consider. That's that's what made me consider is like, man, out of all the beautiful things that's happened in this world, there's no way this is a chaotic mess. There is no way. I cannot chalk it up to that. So with that being said, I hope you guys learned something. And if I attacked you in any way, shape, or form, personally or whatever, I deeply apologize. I love you all. Have a good day.